0: Rising in the rising sun, the land of bamboo, Tengu and Gundam, like, yo... Can't believe I finally made it. Two, we celebrated golden week. Hold it down with my show. Eat, tank, out of. Let's hit thank you big smile. Yo, Minasan! it's John Sensei. What's going on? Hey, welcome to the Sunday edition of the podcast where I kind of get to talk about whatever I really feel like. It's kind of a time for me to break away from all the traditional grammar that I teach throughout the week and talk to you about some cultural or fun things in Japanese. And today I want to talk about mistakes. Now, I talk about mistakes a lot on this podcast. In fact, I talk about pu- mistakes on this podcast Pretty much every day, I encourage people to make mistakes in Japanese. Now, I want to talk about a mistake that I made just like a day ago. So, um, for anyone who follows my podcast here um, knows that I enc- when I encourage you to make mistakes, I tell you to make 10,000 mistakes and that's how you become fluent. I really do believe in this philosophy. It's my philosophy on language, my philosophy on business. I believe that you have to really make a lot of mistakes in order to really truly learn and learn from them to become fluent fluent or whatever you'd like to be in the thing. How proficient you want to be is how willing you are to make mistakes. Well, recently I was at the grocery store. Um, I was at Target with my wife and we were getting ice cream. And um, while we were getting ice cream, um, I saw a young gentleman who is in front of me getting ice cream at the place that we were getting ice cream in the store. We were looking at the flavors and um, he he was with another gentleman and he's like, he pulls out Haagen-Dazs ice cream, and he says, "This is, this." is he's like, I'm going to get this one. And the guy's like, yeah, Haagen-Dazs, and he's like, yeah, it's really expensive back home. And he had an accent, and usually I try not to encroach upon other people's conversations. He was right in front of us. We were obviously almost clued into the conversation. It was very natural, um, and I nicely asked, oh, where are you from? Where's home? And he said, Japan. And I responded in Japanese. I was like, where are you from in Japan? I wanted to know. I've been around the country. i like to know where in Japan are you from? And uh, he was happy that I spoke Japanese. And he was very nice and happy. Um, Chitty chatted for a couple minutes. And after about a minute of basic things of, oh, I was here in Miyazaki Prefecture. And I'm like, oh, Miyazaki City or like outside of Miyazaki Giddy in the prefecture. And he said, oh, I'm from this little town. I'm like, I don't know that town. And we kind of chitty-chatted. The conversation went kind of stale. Um, I tried to start up a little more, you know, trying to dig a little bit. Not necessarily dig, but, you know, have a little more give and take. I wanted to, you know, get to know who this person was. I asked what he was doing, if he was studying here at the university, or if he was working out this way and just, you know, getting some ice cream because of the weekend. Um, And he's like, oh, I'm doing this. And it was kind of short, but he wasn't trying to be short. It was just the conversation was really choppy. Like, my Japanese started getting kind of choppy as I tried to think of something to say that would be interesting. He asked why I spoke Japanese, and I couldn't think of a good reason to say why I speak Japanese. Um, And it was just really... I don't know, I came away from that conversation after it was the obvious time for the conversation to end. You know what that natural moment for it to end? After it ended, and my wife and I walked away, I was like, man, that was really really choppy like i wanted to say something that'd be interesting and we could talk and it would be you know fun but i wasn't expecting to meet you know, a random japanese dude speaking japanese at target in the middle of utah and more so my conversation skills were pretty lame it was kind of sad i was i was kind of surprised myself at the fact how, how really um how should i say slow my Japanese was. I usually tend to speak fairly quickly, but it wasn't very fluid. It didn't quite flow, if you know what I mean. And that kind of got to me a little bit. I kind of walked away from the conversation. I wasn't very happy with myself. Um, I know I could speak better, better Japanese. I know I'm a better conversationalist. I've put forth a lot of effort to be a good conversationalist. I interview people every single week. I talk to people that are in Japanese and English and Korean even and I tried to make sure that we're everyone's comfortable and everyone we're talking about some things that are interesting. It's very important to me as a human being. And I and I didn't do that. It was really bad. Like it was I was halting and I was stuttering and I was stopping and it was not good. And um my wife's like, well you know, after ten thousand mistakes and it kind of took me back a second. You know, I preach this and I, I say this, that every every week, you know, you make mistakes. And it took me a second to really recognize that that was one of my mistakes. I have been really lax on being conversational. I have been kind of lax in, you know, first time meeting somebody kind of conversation. A lot of the people I interview here, I have relationships with or I speak to for a good portion of time before we get the conversation going. And it if you don't really focus in on what you wanna be doing, it can get rusty. Not saying I'm rusty at Japanese by any means, but I, I am saying that I was rusty at that type of interaction and it really got to me, but I needed to be more upbeat. Those kinds of mistakes are going to happen. Those kinds of conversations are going to happen. You are going to have a terrible conversation, no matter how good you are at the language any language, and it's just not going to be very good. I can think of times in English where it's happened, but I need to learn from that. And so if I were to really relate anything to anybody today, it would be to tell them if you are trying to learn Japanese or any language, really, there are going to be those conversations. You're going to have bad conversations. You're going to have choppy conversations. You're going to have stuttering conversations. You're going to make a buddy yourself. It's going to be silly. And that's okay. You need to accept that as a loss, accept that as a poor conversation. You messed up, you screwed up, something happened, and that's all right. I I don't want you to get so down on your failures that you miss out on all the successes that you could possibly have in the language. Accepting the faults and the mistakes and the non-fluidity of a conversation is what allows us to bounce back and be able to speak better Japanese or better English or whatever we're speaking the next time. I often think that by focusing in on the positive parts of language and accepting point at face value, the mistakes that you made is important. I think we need to look at the mistakes that we make in the face. What were the things that were wrong? You know, I asked him, yes, where he was from in Japan, but I didn't think what to say after that. Um, And I don't have to necessarily, but I can think of better ways to have a conversation go along. I need to think of a better way to answer when people say, Why do you speak Japanese? I have varied reasons for speaking Japanese besides friends and work and my missionary experience as an LDS missionary and roommates and, you know, all these different things. But having a more concise, easy way to say this to carry the conversation along and make everyone feel just that much more comfortable. But with that, I am gonna. I am running a little bit short on time. I'll be catching up with you tomorrow as we start again speaking about Japanese language and grammar. Make sure to follow us on all of these socials and check out our website at manga-sensei.com as well as giving us a like and a subscribe or a five-star review if you're on iTunes or Google Play or any of those other methods that you could be listening to this podcast as the number one Japanese podcast at least on Spotify and hopefully other places as well. With that, I will catch you tomorrow and until then... お覚え